Even if you can't find the sunshine, then be the sunshine. You are stronger than you think. Out of the mountains of despair, a stone of hope. It's the good times we live for and the hard times we learn from. Let's take this time to love each other. It doesn't get easier, you just get stronger. Everything happens for a reason. Keep your head up, even through these times. Be bold, God is love. Be gentle with yourself, you are doing great. Love conquers all. Look for the good, it's out there. Hope and love will conquer all. We are all stronger than this virus. You matter and you are loved. Be strong, have faith, stay hopeful and blessings will come always. Things change, but we can do this. I hope to go back to school again and see all my friends. I hope there's a party in the future. We love our library and our city. I hope you enjoyed hearing a few words of hope that the residents of Baytown took time to place on our hope tree. The hope tree decor has come down, but remember the message remains the same, hope. So please enjoy the next episode. Welcome back to Baytown Engage. I have a very special show today. I'm sitting with two amazing women that I totally love and enjoy. One employs me, so I have to be nice to her. Just joking. The other <laughs> one, <laughs> I just think is amazing. Sabrina wow. and Jamie. I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a total love fest in the room. We have Jamie Eustace, who is the director of the Sterling Municipal Library for the city of Baytown. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. I didn't have to drive very far to no, get No, you just so. had to walk a few steps. <laughs> and we have Miss Sabrina Martin who is our community engagement coordinator. Yes. New title for you for the city. Yes. Are you enjoying it? I am. I'm liking it. You're liking it? I also didn't have to come very far. My office is next door to the podcast (laughs) room. (laughs) Which is totally fun, right? Yes. So this show today, I wanted to sit with both of you because the reason why we have the Baytown Engage podcast is because Jamie, the mastermind, thought of it many, many moons ago, a way to connect our citizens to what's going on in the city. There's so much going on out here that many of us and know what's happening and this is a way to get the community totally engaged. So Jamie, please tell us your journey here at City of Baytown and what brought you to Baytown Engage. Oh yeah, going back 18 years, I came to Baytown as actually the literacy coordinator. I wasn't a librarian at the time and I worked with a program teaching adults to read or to become more proficient in English uh, using volunteers and that program ended several years ago. I went to library school, I became a librarian and I I can't even tell you how many years ago I became the library director. So I've been here 18 years. Saying it out loud, you're like, oh, wait. I know, because I, I still feel very, very young, but I, it really is. And been you are, and don't let anyone time. tell you yeah. differently. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been fantastic. Best job ever. Working in a library is amazing. This new community engagement position, which is housed in the library, is brand new just this year. And it was really born out of a need to find ways to have more two way dialogue with citizens, you know, in government. We're always telling citizens, this is this and that is that and this is how. But we don't really have a lot of mechanisms or things in place to hear the voices of citizens. I mean, of course, they can go to the city council meetings and things like that. But we wanted to kind of invent new avenues of engagement. And I'm a huge NPR listener and I'm always, I love podcasts and I love listening to people tell their stories. So when COVID happened, we kind of dreamed up producing our own podcast. The library has another one, so we're not unfamiliar with podcasting. And then early 
Kathleen was the perfect hostess of <laughs> the podcast. And, uh, Absolutely. This is, I think, our 10th episode. This so. will be number 10. This yeah. will be number 10. So, Sabrina. Yes. When you came to the city, you were doing in, you were internship. Yes, right? I started as an so intern. So, what's your journey with coming now to this particular position? Yeah, so I started as an intern in the tourism office. It's supposed to be just a semester. Not even a semester. It's just a summer. Turned into a couple of semesters. And when I graduated college, I was offered a full-time position. So, I moved into the tourism visitor outreach specialist role. And so I did that. I loved it. I was super familiar with all that Baytown had to offer because I had to sell it to people coming from other places. But the more I learned about the local government, the more I just fell in love with everything about Baytown and fell in love with local government. And so I took a position last fall with the library as a librarian. And so I got to do marketing and librarian things and I loved it. Librarian <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, well, I love like, it. I work. <laughs> what keep people wondering what yeah. that means? It's so mysterious. So mysterious. Yes, but take uh, Erlene and I's word for it that being a librarian is literally like the best job on the planet. Absolutely. It really was. People. I planned to be there for a really, really long time too until this past, I, not even spring. I, I think it was, it was like May, or May, June, yeah, May like June. early summer. The community engagement position came available and I just fell in love with the idea and everything it had to do and I realized that it was something that I yearn for as a citizen just to have an avenue for people to learn more about what we do behind the scenes here with the city and so I was really grateful when Jamie gave me the chance. So, so let me ask you something Jamie and you know I think you're amazing Sabrina and I think anything you do is going to be absolutely great. You're sweet. So with community engagement the need is strong would you say it's because as wonderful as Baytown happens to be there's so much going on that very few of us know about. There's a big disconnect with the communities. You know if people know what how Baytown was formed you had Pelly, you have, you know, Mackners on the other side, you had Old Baytown, Goose Creek, and everything came together, but there's still a major disconnect. So when you thought about engaging the community and getting everyone informed, was it because of the major disconnect that we have? You've been here 18 years. You're not, you don't live in Baytown. You're not from Baytown. You're a northerner. She down here in the well, south. Look at her throwing that down. You know, <laughs> you're a northerner. But people will say that. And so how dare you feel you can connect the community? So how do you feel about that and taking this charge of creating this position to engage the community? having Sabrina do it and also pushing it forward. So a few things like Sabrina not in your defense but just put it out there she's like from Baytown like Mont Bellevue Chambers County Be Old River oh, she's very so when we drive around I've worked here for 18 years and we drive around Sabrina still has to navigate for me but yeah <laughs> this position wasn't my idea this position grew out of a wish of city council and when it was first conceived of they were calling it the volunteer coordinator I think they wanted to find a way that more people in the community could get hands-on and roll up their sleeves and do projects and make improvements and help and really through volunteerism. But when we really sat down to think about a full-time 40-hour-a-week position, we thought it has a lot greater scope possibly than that. So we, instead of calling it a volunteer coordinator, we settled on a community engagement. And what I kind of wish we'd call it and, and may call it someday in the future is community empowerment. Oh, that's like that. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. sounds good, right? And the idea, yeah, there is a disconnect, right? And I 
think because our tradition has been one-way communication. You know, if we put it on Facebook, if we run a, you know, an article in the Baytown Sun, we're telling people, and that's sort of my, I'd like to flip government on its head. We think if we do what we think we're supposed to do in government, that the citizens, the residents, it'll all make sense to them. They'll all fall in line. You know, they'll get it immediately because we have government think. This is our business. This is second nature to us. It's not the same if you're just, if you're not closely involved in the center of local government. So to change the tradition of one-way communication and really open ourselves up to hearing other people's ideas, other people's concerns, um, which is hard. It's scary, right? Because a lot of times they don't, you know, agree with what we've already decided. This is a great idea. Now we're going to tell you what our great idea is and we're just going to assume you like it, right? Would you say the advantage that we have here at the city of Baytown, we are a city library. So, and we're the only branch in Baytown. Yes. So we get everyone here, Everybody. all walks of life. At any point of life, you can be up one month when we see you, you can be totally down, which is noticeable right now with COVID going on. So would you say compared to other libraries, we're a city library, we see everything here when it comes to the needs of the, of the citizens. We hear their voices more. Yeah, you know, being in direct customer service and being in a public library definitely is an advantage um, working in government because our perspective is different. We see the people, you know, all day, every day. So that certainly is helpful. And and certainly, I think, helped me see that there's a need for everybody to be more open to the idea of seeing and listening to and involving everybody. Sabrina, what's your biggest fear in this position? You know, when you hear the title of it tells you all in itself what it is, you're engaged in the community. What's your biggest fear when it comes to doing that in this position, which is so brand new? I think my biggest fear is not engaging everyone, like not getting all of the information out to everyone. And that can be really hard, especially when we have a really large daytime population in Baytown of, you know, 120,000 who are a lot of people who work here. And then it drops down to about 80 or 90 in the evenings for the people who live here. So there's a lot of people. And I guess I'm afraid and I'm fearful that we won't be able to connect with all the different groups, make sure that we get, you know, the night shift workers and people here day and night. And I guess it, it makes me try and think of innovative ways to, to catch people, whether it's like when they get off shift in the morning or if they're headed to work or something like that, which is why this podcast is so great because we can get the information out. We can hear from the community and everyone can listen to it from wherever they are. So, so what's the master plan? Mm. <laughs> Look at the master plan. The master, the master, the master, master plan for plan? community engagement. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of ideas. <laughs> well, we're going to write it right now. No, it's a huge thing, right? So it involves many things. I'm going to list a few of them, Sabrina, and then if I miss one. So we've decided, at least initially, that community engagement is going to involve public art, which is fantastic. And Sabrina is like the public art queen of Baytown. You'd think art is just visual and just out there, but we want to do it even differently than we have been doing. Baytown has some really amazing uh, public art installations already, but we want to make it more neighborhood-based, more community-based. We want to know what people think instead of us, you know, putting up a statue or putting up, you know, another mural, which they're all fantastic. But what do people want? What would make the quality of life in neighborhoods better? So public art is one aspect. We do want to keep to the idea of volunteerism. We want to partner with United way to, and it's, volunteerism is extremely difficult because of COVID right now. Yes. But, you know, looking ahead, we do want to connect people to opportunities to volunteer because that makes them feel more
more invested in their community. What else do we want to do, Sabrina? Um, so you've talked about public art and volunteering. Based on Engage podcast is part of it. But you haven't talked about the big one yet. The you big one. We've got a big surprise <laughs> for you. Oh yeah, it's, it's, yes, we'll yeah. edit in a drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our next big project, hopefully it's launching this August, is our new community engagement platform website called BaytownEngage.com. Don't so, go there yet. Don't go there yet. Don't go <laughs> there yet. Don't, go <laughs> don't run. To yeah. the, don't, don't go yet. Don't Not live crawl. yet. <laughs> crawl to the Baytown Engage website. <laughs> But yeah, it's something I've been working on for the last couple of weeks, and I'm just really excited. Should we tell them about the project? So yeah, tell us about the, what is it? So it's a website, yeah. so what is it going to look like? It's going to be separate from the Baytown.org website. And this website is specific for getting the word out about big projects that are happening in Baytown, the ins and outs, while also giving the community opportunity to ask questions and participate in surveys, quick polls, and all kinds of exciting things. And now that we're living in a COVID world, you can participate in virtual meetings, you can almost get everything at the touch of your fingertips. You know, there's no calling and waiting, you know, to try and find the right person on the phone to ask about the project going on in your neighborhood. Now you can go to this website and see if it's on there and then you go through and try and figure it out. It's really cool. Now I'm going to play devil's advocate really quickly. Ready for it. We live in a community where it's split down the middle where you have the older not tech savvy. Just give me pen and paper. Send me a letter in the mail. You have the ones who are extremely tech savvy. When we go to this website, will it be user-friendly? Will it make sense to us at any age, any tech level? Will I be able to look at it and be able to maneuver it really easily? Yeah, so that was one of our biggest things when trying to find the right platform. We wanted to make sure that it was mobile-friendly, meet people where they are, and it was super easy to navigate. So that was a big, big part of it. And so, yeah, it's going to be super easy to go through. Um, You'll have tiles to click on that have the projects, and from there, it's very basic. Here's project info. Here's who the person is that's working on that project. Here's the documents that you might want to see, and and the cool thing you mentioned is that everything we've already been doing isn't going to go away. So you can still find it posted on the Baytown.org. You can still come to council and talk with council about your opinions. That's, you still reach out to your representatives. I mean, absolutely still can do that. But now you can also do this. And that's super cool. And, and so will it be not easy to say, but would it be fair to say this is helping us engage the community and give us a voice to say, well, oh, there's a pothole here and I see it's being worked on. Or I want to talk about the street getting worked on over here. It's all going to be on this website. We can talk about it and dialogue about it. That's kind of a, at a macro level. Like it may not go down to a single oh, yeah. pothole. Yes. <laughs> yes. But the big projects that the community is working on, it'll have all the information in one place on that project. So it's not hit or miss. And the difference, the difference between this platform and just a regular city website is the engagement, right? Here you can offer your opinion. Here you can make comments. You can interact with a website in a way that you don't with like not just a council once a month but I can come on this website and give my opinion have someone actually contact me yeah. with my thoughts and concerns yeah, yeah absolutely so I asked Sabrina about her fears what are your fears Jamie yeah, some, yes my fears <laughs> that that this job is so important you know this role is so important and it's so big you know it's one person as awesome as Sabrina is one person can't you know all of a sudden you know a year from now this now we're a 100% engaged community right, right? and while we want every 
everyone to be engaged, we're still never going to be able to please all the people all the time. So, you know, when we're asking people for their thoughts and opinions and ideas, you may give an idea and it may be wonderful, but we aren't necessarily going to be able to execute every single idea. You know, people think things are good. People think things are bad. You know, we take it all into account, but then, you know, projects go on and decisions have to be made. So even absolutely inviting people to engage, you know, but just like always, there's still going to be people who don't like what the government does True. or, you know, don't like the mural that we put up on the street or True. don't like. So, you know, that's that's just natural. That's normal. That's because all people aren't going to agree. But I think just getting the voices that haven't been heard in a long time will really, and I hope just change the culture of the government, of the organization to change the way we approach projects and approach decision making. That is my grand hope. I am excited. I am like shivering in my seat. Wait, well, wait, 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 wait. Can we drop another bomb on you? I mean, drop the bomb. So wait. another huge project okay. that also is a little stalled because of COVID and also because it's enormous. We want to, in the future, within the next year, have launched what we're calling right now the Citizens Leadership Academy. We may change the name. We reserve the right. But we want to invite citizens kind of behind the scenes of local government to see one of the, my favorite field trips in local government is this traffic room that's over in the public works building where you can see cameras all over for Garth Road and how the red lights work and how the timing and it's really fantastic and traffic is one of the biggest citizen concerns obviously yeah, has really been is. for a long time we want to have this academy that not only allows people to go behind the scenes and see things you know how the water treatment plants work how the traffic things work how jury selection works in the municipal court we want to provide those opportunities and at the same time offer really authentic leadership training communication styles personality styles change management theories so we want to develop that and invite citizens to participate kind of with a long-term hope that they would really become more invested and more involved in government, maybe serving on boards or commissions in the city, maybe running for public office, either in the city or the school board or elsewhere. So we really want to provide that level of bump up for engagement. So um, it's safe to say that with all of this, get the community engaged, get them going, get them involved. They see really what truly goes on, what ins and outs, and that way they have a voice to feel empowered mm -hmm. to be a part of it. Because right now, I think a lot of us feel very separate. Like that's, you know, city of Baytown, we still look to the Houston news like, no, no, no. Baytown has their own stuff going on. So with this going, with, with the mission that you've put forth, get everyone engaged and, you know, all working together. Anything else you want to add with all of that, Sabrina? Oh, anything I want to add? Well, I guess I want to give a few teasers to some of the projects that are Please coming up. Please tease away. So for one, Baytown Engage, the website, some of the opening projects on there are about the Garth Road Widening Project, which everyone's super invested in. I've learned so much about it just in the process, and there's so much to tell everyone about, as well as the Baitway Corridor but study. Let's let's, let's pause Park. on the Garth Road Widening. I want to put a trivia question out mm. for the listening audience, because Sabrina, oh, Sabrina, and yes. I, Sabrina and I actually know the answer. We learned so much doing this job. We did. How wide is a typical lane? Like, how wide do you think the Garth Road lane, like a lane that you're driving in, how wide is it? How many feet? Do you want to guess, Arlene? I would think four feet. No, that your car drives in, baby. Oh, the lane. The lane. The lane. Clearly. How Arlene must have a motorcycle. <laughs> seven feet. Seven feet. How, how seven much? feet. Mm. We're not. Gonna, should we not give the answer? I think we should well, wait. Oh, I think they, all, they could go see it on the website. Yeah. I think so. that's a teaser. Cool. We can yeah. put it in the uh, show notes or something. Yes. something. Yeah. Yes. Please. Yeah. 
yeah, so that's one of the projects on Baytown Engage. So look out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Public art. We're going to do some storm drain art. If you haven't heard about that, look it up. Hydrophobic art. Another thing to look at. It's pretty cool. I, I know what we should say what? in case you're out there listening. <laughs> We're really trying to make connections with neighborhood associations. Oh, yes. Um, also, we know that a lot of neighborhoods have active civic associations. Unfortunately, we don't have a great contact. compiled list yeah. of contact yeah, list for that because we'd love to talk to people in neighborhoods. When you break living down and quality of life down, it really comes down to the level of your neighborhood. So mm-hmm. we're super interested in getting in the neighborhoods, talking to the neighborhoods, hearing the voices in the neighborhoods. So if you are involved in a neighborhood association or potentially would want to start one, we can help you with that too. So, so the website's not live just yet. Yeah, not just yet. And who will we contact to give that? Who's going to be the person to gather information? Should they contact you, Sabrina, Jamie, the associations, like your phone number, your email? Oh, yeah, to get a hold of for yeah. the neighborhood association. Yes. Yeah. So we can do me. We can, yeah, Sabrina yeah. Martin, <laughs> my phone number. It No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, we can put it in the in But the her email is actually easy. It's way yeah. easier than yes. mine because her name is yeah. easier. Sabrina.martin yes. yeah. at yeah. baytown.org. Yep. Yeah. Never easy. email me. You probably never get it right. <laughs> but we'll always get We'll actually put in the show Luckily, notes. she has yeah. an easy to spell name. Yes. I do. Very easy. Anything else you wanted to add? I can't think of anything. Jamie? I, I want to add something about this podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Embarrass or lean for a second. Oh, God. Uh, this, you know, this is the 10th episode, and I've listened to all nine before. And, the you know, Erlene has had a really diverse group of guests. It started with COVID and then kind of moved into some Black Lives Matter discussions. And the thing that I, my biggest takeaway after listening to all of them is people in this community, there are so many people in this community that are already engaged. They're already doing things for their neighborhoods. They're already showing up at public meetings. They are really invested in the quality of life and positive change here. And I knew few of them. Like, you know, I've worked here for 18 years. I'm in City Hall every other Thursday night. And so many of the guests that have been on that have impressed me with their level of participation in community life, I didn't know who they were. So that's sort of a like, it makes you take pause, right? These are voices that are already talking. We just don't have the avenues and the infrastructure. It's It's a weird, infrastructure is a weird word to use for something that's not a a street or a pipe, but we need to develop infrastructure for engagement so that it's easy, so that we're all on the same team and we know who cares and who wants to show up and who has something to say. So I've been so impressed listening to the first nine episodes and thought, these guys live in Baytown. These guys care, and and women, these men and women, care so much about this community. How did I not know this before? So this podcast has done a fantastic job of opening my eyes and hopefully other people's to the fact that this community community has a lot going for it and has a lot of great people who want to do great things. Thank you so much for listening to Baytown Engage. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Stay tuned!